and you're listening to the Sully Show, the best podcast ever in America. The Shuli Show. I'm Frank Dell. You're listening to the Shuli Show. Welcome, everybody. The Shuli Show. Bulgaria. Hello, how's it going? Uh, Dylan, thank you. I'm doing great. How are you, you piece of shit? So listen, welcome everybody to another edition of The Shuley Show. I am back from what many call the land of Pennsylvania. Mm. I had a show this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Friday at some place where I would love to have my next mushroom thing. But it was it was weird. It was like all along this lake. It's like upstate, uh, upstate. It's it's it almost looks like Lake George <laughs> in upstate New York is what I wanted to say. But it's on this huge lake, Lake uh, one of my sister's pussy or something. I don't know what it's called exactly. I'm not you know an expert, but a quaint little town. And uh, <laughs> the gig was fun. It was in a new they. I put it to you this way. They got new carpeting installed, and that got a bigger applause than me coming up to the stage. I was going to say, did someone else hang themselves in the audience again? I told, I said, I don't know if you guys know this because you're all locals. I said, but there's a real M. Night Shyamalan feel to this fucking town. I go, I don't know. I feel like Stephen King wrote a couple books here. I feel like the carpet was changed for a reason because virgin blood's been spilled on it for years. I said, I feel like the staff here is 4,000 years old. I'm not saying they look old. I'm saying they look exactly how they looked when they died 4,000 years ago and just did this whole rap on the play. They were, they were, they were, I think they were dead. I don't know how they reacted to it. <laughs> I feel like they moved the tombstones, but not the bodies. They just leave those there. It's like, and they're like they'll get it. They'll get it. They built the club on an Indian uh, burial ground. Yeah, yeah. Club was called Poltergeist. I don't know if you've ever heard of this comedy club. Club was called They're Here. You have to say it that way, too. And then Saturday night, uh, I was with my bro, Soul Joel, my manager. Uh, love that dude so much. And it was great. And both nights, I was working with the great Casey Balsham. She's a hilarious comic. Um I know from New York, she did, uh, she featured on my album. She was basically, she's the one who got everybody lubed up and ready to laugh at my uh, nice. album taping. So I've known Casey for a while. She's awesome. She crushed it. Um, Friday night, we both took a little thanks for coming out, you know, and then Saturday <laughs> night was good. Saturday night was really good. Great crowd. Great turnout. Um, yeah. And, and, and Saturday night was a blast blast oh and mark the bagger came out and anthony yes which was great seeing them mark mark's put on a couple pounds <laughs> really yeah uh, sorry. uh mark's put on a couple pounds and and uh i go i'm like oh you put on a few huh and he goes i joined the gym and i go <laughs> i go well, what kind of food do they serve there you fuck what the hell but he was great. I brought him on stage at the very end of the night. Yeah, there we go. I told him when I saw him, I go, thank God somebody's wearing a dumber hat than me. <laughs> and that's Anthony, his, uh, his, his, uh, consigliere, if you will. Yes. Anthony's a great guy. Both are great guys. Very, so good to see them. I bring them up on stage. I let them say hi to the audience a little bit. Uh, a lot of them knew, even if they didn't listen to Stern, like Mark's a legend in Pennsylvania, especially in like those parts. Really? He lives like 10 minutes from where that show was. And like every he got a huge again, bigger pop than me. <laughs> Carpet and bagger. Both got a bigger pop than me. Carpet bagger. <laughs> and uh, and it was so sweet. At one point, I say he just goes, I miss you. And everybody goes, oh, and I gave him a hug and. And I said into the mic, if I don't get COVID from you, it's a hoax, my friend. That's official. <laughs> so it's great seeing my man, Mark. Uh, he's doing good. Anthony's doing good. <clears throat> uh, just a couple show notes, like uh, stand-up show-wise. Uh, so April 16th, I'm in Atlanta. 
I get a lot of people hit me up. Now that I'm in the South, come to Atlanta, come to Atlanta. I'm coming. I'm coming to Atlanta. Here's your chance. You go to Shalom. Huh? Here's a chance. Here's your chance. You go to ShalomShuley.com, my website. Uh, I'll tell you exactly where it is in Atlanta. Give me one second here. Uh, the Whiskey Exchange, ASW Whiskey Exchange. They had me at Whiskey. Once I heard Whiskey in the name, I go, book it. Book it, soul, Joel. So uh, I'll be there the 16th, followed by my West Coast Swing, April 19th, the Comedy Store in La Jolla. That's in uh, San Diego. Um, myself, special guest, Jason Ellis. Uh, 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 fuck, why am I forgetting his last name? I think it's Zach Miller uh, is the other comic. I know Zach's his first name. We get blazed high when we hang out. <laughs> uh, 19th, that's La Jolla. The 20th, I'm in Simi Valley. 21st in Redlands. 23rd at Cathedral City. I lived in L.A. for 12 years. I, I've never even heard of that. I don't even know where that is. So, but it's at a dispensary that gig, the 23rd. So, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think I'm getting paid in uh, product for that show. <laughs> hey, that works. That works. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what. I'll even pay for the suitcase. I'll buy the second suitcase that I'm flying home with, and you yeah. guys just fill it up. <laughs> I want it to be like Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's walking around the magic shop. He's like, <laughs> Small blunt, shrunken <laughs> blunt, regular size blunt, super blunt, super blunt. That's what I want. So that was Pennsylvania. It was good. Uh, flying as usual sucks ass. Like it's just, but there, I will say this flying out of the East Coast. There's a special kind. There's an elite asshole that travels out of the East Coast. Um, we had this issue where this was at Newark, flying out, 2.40 flight, 2.40 p.m. The plane is there, but we are delayed 30, uh, 20 minutes because we're waiting on a crew to show up. Then after 20 minutes, they come back on. They go, uh, so the crew landed. They're at the B gates. We're at the D gates. He says, we're going to be delayed 45 minutes. So oh, I God. Go, I go, are they are they crawling from the B <laughs> to the D gates? Are they coming in at the B gates at, at LaGuardia? I don't understand why we're waiting 45 minutes for a crew and... And I'm th and I'm just in my head. I got my headphones on, I'm listening to music or whatever, or podcast. And and I'm just, you know, I'm spiraling in my head. I'm just like these oh. motherfuckers. But you always feel like you're on an island, like you're the only, and you're just like, what am I doing here? I'm I'm wishing people death. I don't even know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then the crew shows up, and when I tell you, every single person waiting for that flight, two hundred people, they go like this. They go. Oh my god. That's the biggest fuck you clap oh I've my ever god. seen. They never they never picked up pace or speed. They didn't yell. They didn't say it was just like fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Thanks for showing up, you lazy cock suckers. And I go, you know Man. what? If that would have happened in in fucking, you know, Nashville, it would have never done that. <laughs> There's a special kind of elite asshole that's waiting for you on the East Coast. Yep. I, I hate to agree, but yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and, and it was just a full day travel. Um, so I was glad, glad to be back home this weekend. I'm at uh, Stand Up Live in Huntsville, um, WrestleMania weekend. Uh -huh. I'll be doing Friday and Saturday night there, my own WrestleMania. With the uh, audiences of Huntsville, and that's it. And then, and then we're uh, we're chilling till uh, Atlanta. So I'm back home. We're gonna get a lot more shows under the books. I know I promised uh, my wife and I doing that second tier show. We're gonna do that. We got a lot in the books. Lot coming up. Lot of guests. Lot going on. Big, uh, big. Well, I don't know if I can say anything yet, but. <laughs> Let's just say I'll be I'll be in Vegas 
soon. Let's just oh, say that. Yes. <laughs> Maybe around, you know, the month of October. That's all I'll say. Other than that, I don't know. <laughs> but it could be that every friend I know in comedy will be there too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Might be a That's all I will say. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I signed a, I mean, this thing was the thickest NDA I've seen in a long time. So that's it. So listen, here's what I did today. I got I got some videos, but I also I, I feel like I haven't talked to the Patreon in a while. And so I threw it out there that if they got some questions for me, that I would I would answer questions. So I want to first go to the first question on the Patreon, if you will. One second, chat, loading it up. Oh, we got quite a bit here. Yeah. Here we go. You want me to share the screen or you want me to just read them? You can just read them. Okay. Oh, you know what? Before you even read that, hold on. You just reminded me of something. I have a message from a new patron. I won't say their oh, name. Okay. But I got to read this email that they <laughs> <Okay>. sent. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Should they buckle up? Yeah, this is good. This is good. This is how it starts. So I see how you get people to pay for your service. You block them on Twitter. So already we're dealing with a psychopath. Already. Okay. Now they're paying me $5 to send me this message. You understand? (laughs) This This is what we're dealing with. It's like I've told you a story of my landlord who was pilled out of his mind. He goes, hold these oxycodones. I'll buy them back from you at the end of the week. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, I see how you pay for your service. You block them on Twitter. So then the only way they can say anything is to pay. <laughs> no, you can always just move on in life. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how important it is for you to say something. <laughs> Clearly, it's worth $5. I hope you signed up for the second tier. That'd be awesome. Here we go. You bashed Howard because he didn't call you about your mom. It's sad, definitely, about your mom. But most ex-employers wouldn't call you. Okay. So Um, this guy obviously runs a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. He's very informed. Yeah. He knows how things are handled in the corporate world. And listen, if nobody called me from that world... Then, then nobody called me from that world. But that's just not the case. No, a lot of close. people called me. <laughs> a lot of people called me. Yeah. More, more. Uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to say it. If there was one lifeboat, everybody that called me would not survive. Okay? <laughs> that's how many people called. I'll put it that way. Then he writes, I was very upset about your reaction to him. I love listening to Crying Howard, but I miss listening to your show as well. So now the guy's all over the place. Now he's mad at how I reacted to Howard, but now he hates Howard and he misses listening to my show, which is the show he just signed up to listen to. I just never thought you would become like the other ex-Stern employees, a crybaby. I'm coming back because you are a great podcaster and you extremely funny. So there you go. Man, that was up and down. I was all over the <laughs> place. What a roller coaster ride. Am I right? <laughs> is, he a, is, he, is it a good email or is it a bad one? I can't tell. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think this could thank you. I write yeah. back with a question mark or fuck you with a question mark. I don't one know. Of these. Yeah. Oh. How is the Cinnabon, cocksuckers? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, Christ <laughs> I love my psychiatrist But I hate these pills I am on The end <laughs> Well I'm sorry And thank you 
is really the only way I can respond to that message. Hey, everybody, Shuli here, and I want to tell you about a great new podcast that I think you're going to love. Why? Well, because I'm on it, along with my comedy brother, James Matter. We started together in Vegas. He's now one of the best comics in New York City. You'll see him at every single comedy club you go to in New York. He's the man. I'm the man. But guess what? For a long time, and still periodically, we bomb. Everybody does it. So the podcast is just that, a podcast about bombing. It's called Thanks for Coming Out. It stars myself and James Mattern, and it features some of your favorite comedians that are working today. Because here's one thing we all have in common. No matter how funny you think those comics are, at one point, they suck. And we're going to pay tribute to the suck, and we're going to analyze it, we're going to break it down, we're going to trade war stories, because really that's what all comics do. We get together, we knock a few back, and we talk about the hell that is comedy. So join us. It's called Thanks for Coming Out, a podcast about bombing, available on all platforms and on YouTube. And be sure to visit our Patreon page where you help us make the bonus shows. You submit videos for us, awkward bombing videos, could be your own, could be some you've seen online. You send it to us, we analyze it, we break it all down, and we post it. So join our Patreon, patreon.com slash thanks for coming out. And if it doesn't go great, well, thanks for coming out. All right, everybody, back to the show. Let's go to our comment. What is our first question? All right, from Aaron B. As a comedian, what is your takeaway from the Will Smith Oscar incident? Should he be charged? That's a great question. Yes, and I I know every podcast and show has beat this topic to death, so I won't spend too much time on it, but here's what I will tell you, my thoughts. You name the shithole, I've played it. (laughs) If I haven't played it, I'll probably be hitting it this year. My point is this. In any place I've ever played, the minute a line is crossed where somebody gets on stage and gets physical, it is security's job to remove that person from the venue. Yeah. So, yes, Will Smith's reaction was fucking ridiculous. He's insane. But the bigger insane reaction was this academy was this uh, not one person stepping up and grabbing this guy not one person talking to him in the commercial break going come with us you really you can't be sitting here like this and not to mention everybody all these fucking phony piece of shit celebrities sitting there giving this fucking psycho a standing ovation when he goes and gets this oscar talking about you didn't think he was gonna win the oscar after that Everybody goes, you better give him this fucking Oscar. He's going to come bitch slap all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Up until I saw the slow-mo of it, I really thought this was fake. Because it was the most wrestling take of a slap you'll ever see. He he le- His arms are back. He leans in and he turns his head at the just exact moment. Do you have that slow-mo video that I posted? Oh, I think you're uh, muted, buddy. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Up until so up until I saw this, I was like, this is this is a fucking work. But here's the slow-mo. So you see he makes contact. But what it, what kind of smack is that? Are you selling a suit? Like, are you posing for a watch? Uh, cattle. I don't understand who smacks like this. You from Philly, dog? <laughs> Born and raised. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You slapped him with your fingers, dog. You didn't even hit him with the palm of your hand. They're strong fingers. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> so okay. So he makes kind. Of, so he hits him. All right. I mean, Rick James is laughing at you right now. Then again, if there's a heaven, Rick James is hooked up to various drugs and laughing at everything right now. <laughs> he is dead, right? I think he's dead. Yeah. yeah. So 
yeah, it's insane that uh, this guy, no charge. And I love the next day, the, this Academy Awards puts out a statement. And they go, we do not condone violence. No, you just give awards for it. What yeah, do you mean you, condone it? You just do it for hours the whole you night. Let, I mean, you let the guy sit there. You let the guy stay there. I've had I've kicked people out of my shows for talking. Forget <laughs> coming at me. So, you know. Any place I've played, I don't care. And there's been places where security hasn't come up and we've had to handle shit ourselves. And we do. The minute that line is crossed, that mic stand's going to be your worst nightmare. There's a famous video of some comic doing some show somewhere. He's a guitar act. He's doing a, a it's a, it's an old video. And, and the guy, till this day, I don't know. I don't think it's fake because the reaction of the audience and him towards the end lets me, I, I feel like it's real, but this guy and him are going back and forth and the guy comes towards the stage and he fucking handles him with his guitar. I found it if you want it. Yeah, yeah. Put it up. Kenny, man, what's your name? Boy, well, you ain't shitting, but Yeah, I'll tell you, if you guys don't shut the fuck up, about 200 people are going to beat the living shit out of you. I ain't kidding. So, pause it one second. So, so, what I'm gaining from this already is that these people have been a problem throughout the show, and he's he's trying to deal with it. Clearly been a problem. He's trying. He's probably, I don't know how long he's been up there, but he's had it. He's yeah. had it, and they don't stop, and this is what happens. Because we got people who can just take you out of here so fast, man. It'll be like you out in the parking lot going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's okay, State. I seen your license plate. Oklahoma's okay. It's like, you know, might not be Nirvana, man, but by God, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. If you're in Oklahoma, is that you Oklahomanian? Oklahoma. I guess if you were gay, you'd be in Oklahoma. Kind of like this guy. You know, classic. Classic. Because I don't come down to the bus station and slap the dick out of your mouth when you're working, do I? Here we go. Oh, get on up here, motherfucker. Give me security. I'm sorry, man. The guy fucking came at me. What do you think, folks? No way. <laughs> he lost the crowd, by the way. <laughs> by the way, the crowd did not agree. The crowd uh, sided with Will Smith, uh, <laughs> uh, who rushed the stage. Uh, yeah, but that that's like... <laughs> just it dude there's there's a line there and you don't fucking cross it over a joke and and like you expect that from like okay if he if he would have made that joke at the mtv awards with little uzi vert sitting there right. or or boosie i understand okay <laughs> i get it but uh he's laughing at the goddamn joke about what is it propecia or whatever gi jane yeah, he I made a gi jane joke gi yeah. jane and, have hair. and alopecia and 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 to me i don't know what's going on my point is this it was insane the most insane thing to me out of all of it was the fact that everybody just went on like nothing nothing crazy just happened standing ovation during his speech and chris rock man god kudos to him dude yeah he handled kudos it like a boss him. He handled it like a boss. Yeah. All right. What else we got? All right. Um, next question from Andy. Uh, how many people have said to you that the slap was fake? <laughs> Me. I was one of them. <laughs> and then uh, my boy Eric Bischoff, uh, who uh, former head of WCW, uh, Easy e, e as I like to call him. He, uh, he put out a post saying this whole thing's a work, and everybody started getting nuts over it which i love so i i retweeted his stuff but for a little for a while there it, it made no sense the reaction yeah. the way he took it the way he delivered it it, it just seemed Bizarre. yeah 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 the whole thing was very odd yeah 
and then follow Maybe up. Maybe he thought if I slap him like a wimpy, you know, <laughs> nothing, then it won't be an attack. It won't be assault. And by the way, it was a technically a sucker punch, too. He's kind of walking up all casual and then just, I don't know, where wham, like, bro, doing. Well, folks, I'm excited to welcome our newest sponsor and maybe our biggest sponsor to The Shuley Show, Rustic Cuts. What is Rustic Cuts? It's basically your go-to for naturally raised beef. They're out of Iowa. Man in charge, his name's Rick. He's got 7 million acres and owns every cow in friggin' Iowa. They're all his. This meat is aged 21 days before going straight to your table. I've had other meat companies send out packages. Believe me when I tell you, none of them come close. Between the size and the quality of this meat, you will not be disappointed. And here's what I love the most about Rustic Cuts. They approached me and they said to me, Shuli, we want to be the Steven Singer of The Shuli Show. And I told him you came to the right place because I know my fans. You guys are rabid, you're loyal, and you support every sponsor we have. You go on their website, rusticcutscb, like cbradio.com. You'll see a section just for The Shuli Show. You'll see every item named after The Shuli Show. You use promo code SHULI, you get 10% off, you get free shipping, and we get to show them that The Shuli Show is the place to be when it comes for advertising your product. Not to mention, if enough of you buy the Get Lenny Some Action package, we will finally be able to kill off his virginity forever. So just go to the site, rusticcutscb.com. Enter in promo code SHULI, S-H-U-L-I. And that's the hard part. The rest is easy. Grill and enjoy. If you love the show, if you love ESO, if you love the shoes team, now's your chance to show it. These guys believe in us, and I believe in you. And let's all believe in each other, right, guys? Shut up, nerd. All right. But in all seriousness, man, you're listening to this because you believe in me, you believe in the show. You know the motto of The Shuley Show. Hope is for suckers. Belief is everything. I was saying that shit long before Ted Lasso stole it. Rick at Rustic Cuts blew my mind with how down he is with this show. Now let's blow his mind and each other. Let's blow each other and show him that he made the right choice. Rustic Cuts CB, like CBRadio.com. Promo code SHULI, S-H-U-L-I. Pick yourself up a package. Purchase the Get Lenny Some Action Bundle. You're going to get four New York 12-ounce steaks, four 14-ounce ribeye, Two fillets, eight ounces each, 12 hamburger patties. I've had all of this. I'm fat. It's delicious. RusticCutsCB.com, promo code Shuli. Rustic Cuts, you rule. Let's get back to the show. Um, so after the slap, um, Chris kind of says, I could have, um, and then mm, stopped himself yeah. and continued on. At that moment yeah. where Chris wanted to annihilate Chris verbally, or, or yeah, well verbally. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that every comic, I guarantee in his head, he's like, oh, okay, you want, you want, I can tell a joke that'll really piss you off. Like, if you want, that's not the one I thought you'd bum rush me for. Right. I got that. I got that. They wrote me, they wrote me, you know, or I wrote these and I went, ah, I like the guy too much. I'm not going to do that one. But it's here. It's like a donut tire in your car. It ain't going to be pretty, but it'll get you where you need to go. Yeah, he he's a pro. He could have what? Fuck Jay? Probably. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, a lot of people wanted to talk about the slap. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, from Tracy, what has been your favorite Shuli Show episode to date? That's a great question. Oh, that is good. There's been a lot of them, man. You know, I'm a sucker for. Uh... Losing total control of the show. So a couple of those shoes, shoes team episodes are fun for me. Uh, love my parents being on. That's always a blast. The one where we played the clips of them was great. Um, I mean, it was just, you know, being able to smoke with Tommy Chong, you know, like that was just wild. That's up there. Yeah. Stan Hope coming on, you know, uh, one of one of the comedy gods. I mean, there, it, just the fact that I can do this show has really been my favorite part of this show is being able to, you know, call ESO 
one day and say, let's try this. And then the next day we're trying it, you know? Um, so, and I, listen, man, I lucked out with East. I couldn't have pulled this off without anybody else. So, you know, East and I will always be here doing this, uh, regardless of how killer we're doing on the charts. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the charts, guys. We are all over the place and in a few places we've always been. U.S., we're in the top 100, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Great Britain, we don't have to talk about Great Britain. They're going through some stuff right now. Canada, check it in, 126. We love you, Canada. Australia, they're not allowed to listen to the show. Norway is, and they're popping in at 114. Let's go to Ireland. Ireland, uh, 200. I'll take it, you crazy fuckers. New Zealand, they're allowed to listen over there. They're wild. We're at 104. 104, New Zealand. Uh, pull over for the New Zealand band if you got your bumper stickers on. Uh, let's go over to Saudi Arabia. Yes, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Number 92 in Saudi Arabia. Hong Kong. I just like saying it. We're not on the charts there. Colombia. You know what I'm talking about. We are on the charts and in debt. And uh, and let's go. Hey, our newest edition. We love you. Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Big shout out to Trinidad. Thank you. Thank you. Give me one second. <laughs> All, right. All right. I love you. That moment where your wife looks at you and goes, I married a retard. I just had one of those moments. <laughs> I didn't know she was standing next to me the whole time I'm doing the <laughs> countdown. <laughs> At this point, there's no turning back. We got two kids. She ain't going anywhere. You yeah, know what I mean? Thank God, because I will never do better than that woman. Uh, so, yes. Um, I get If I was Oprah, can I just pre- ask me that question you just asked me before about the favorite episode? I'm going to answer it as Oprah. Okay. What has been your favorite Shuli Show episode to date? Oh. <laughs> I would have to say my favorite episode of the show is the next one. Oh, God. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> We saw there was this chick who was like an open mic. It was back in the Vegas days, and me and James, my buddy James, mattered. We hadn't seen her in like weeks, and we saw her at an open mic. And we go, "Hey, what have you been up to?" And she just looks at us. She goes, "Wait." She goes, "Comedy," like that. That's all she said. Just comedy. Really? Yeah. Never come so close to hitting a woman in my life. <laughs> the weirdest thing she had reverb too. Every time she talked, she had reverb. Man, I'm going to go get a sandwich. Do you guys want anything? And we're like, can you shut the fucking reverb? I was born this way. I didn't ask for this. It's a medical condition. It's alopecia. <laughs> I've changed my mind. This is my favorite episode. Of <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we got another question. We have a bunch have more. A yeah. Special guest. We do. I th- yes. I don't know if you want to get to that. We have. Uh... I have an announcement to make. I have echopecia. Echopecia. All right. This is just dumb. Go ahead. What do you got? Next question. Um, is there any chance of having the vivacious raven on the miserable men? Vivacious, vituberant, <laughs> my sensuous and voluptuous girls' thighs. That's one of my favorite, favorite drops of his ever. I used to have it on my fucking my old computer from Vegas. I had Elliot drops on him. Was that one? Hello, chipmunk. I always love that one. You sound better when you're quiet, chipmunk. Yes, I love that one. My favorite is Mortadella. I always love when he'd be coming out. He'd be coming out of the studio, you know, threatening death to be. But I pour acid in your fucking eyes, Delabate, in your fucking eyes. And then you get in the green room and you go, so that went well, right? <laughs> You think I'm back next week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. 
what else we got? Next question. Um, can we ever look forward to the return of the great Dr. Juice on the Miserable Men show? Oh, ask Dr. Juice. That was the segment we used to do on on Miserable Men, where callers would call in and ask him medical questions, and he would and we wouldn't write anything for him. We would just let him answer on his own. So, I would love that. Let's try. Let's try. Let's try it. I don't have. I don't have Beetle. Obviously, he's a tough get. But um, let's let's do ask. Oh, here we go. And now the Shuli Show presents. Ask Dr. Ramen. <laughs> What's up, Bobby? Hi. Um, I can't stay that long because I'm. Are you Bob I'm hoping right now, me right now? Did you just Bob hope me? You just popped in, and now you're no, gonna pop it's out. No, like actually. What's going on? As you know, I'm on a six-week social media break. Yes. So I want. Why guys, did you? Why did you and social media break up? Uh, it's a. I didn't break up. It's a break because um, I'm dealing with mental health issues. Well, well, let's be honest here, and I'm not saying you're lying about that. But let's be honest. Uh, another part of the problem is there are people that are talking to other people in your life that are screwing things up for you. Correct. Yep. Yep. And I don't want to name names, but this person, most likely listening right now, or will hear this, knows who I'm talking about. And I say this in the in the kindest and most loving way possible. I will put a lock on your chair. So you cannot go anywhere. No, I'm kidding. Uh, please don't call anybody and don't talk to anybody. L- leave leave that to me and Iso, please. Don't don't get involved. Do your thing. Stay in your lane. Cause now now you're fucking up things across the board. Now I don't have Bobby for six weeks. There might be a little bit of me on May fourth. <laughs> Really? <laughs> May the fourth be with you. Yeah. Right. Why do you plan on exploding? <laughs> no, May fourth. May maybe May fourth when it's Star Wars Day. Sure, right. Star Wars Day. I like that. So, but which mostly, bit of you can we be expecting for May fourth? Just to say, Happy Star Wars Day, and May the fourth be with you. I might do a Star Wars um, tribute. Okay. What if I have but some Star Wars? But the thing about it is, yes. my fall break will be May 6th, my 47th birthday. Oh. Wow. 47. Right. I'm 47. <laughs> All right. No need for that. Let so me ask also, you this. Also, um, yeah. I'm. Gonna be doing something on April fourth on Facebook. What? I I'm gonna be posting a tribute video to my father. A tribute video to your father. He died on April fourth, nineteen ninety, and I do this video thing three times a year. I posted it on my dad's birthday, January nineteenth. Okay. I posted on April fourth my dad's death. Go ahead. And I also posted on that on Father's Day. Oh, well, they're gonna say Super Bowl, but uh, Father's <laughs> no. Day makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So you put, po- and what is the tribute video? Is it you talking? Is it you sharing a story about your dad? It's mostly um, my dad's 60th birthday party. Uh, me and my cousin's confirmation when I was a Catholic. And old home movies. Okay. So it sounds like it, you have the tribute pretty much ready to go. It's I've been working on it for the past hour. <laughs> wow. I can't post it until <laughs> April 4th. Okay. You don't want to rush it. I understand. Yeah. It's a I perfectionist. Understand. Yeah. 
So how? Let me ask you how long? Uh, how are you feeling since you've taken this social media break? That's what I want to know. It's like you have to get used to it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But when I get when I get out, what? So when May six comes around, <laughs> I'll be back on the Jewish show. But he's already counting down the days. For the orders of my mom, I can never, never go on this one anymore. Well, okay, that's fine. Well, good news for you. We're changing the name of the show. Hi. It's called the uh, Sunshine and Lollipop Show. Yeah. So just tell her you're going on that instead. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to go back, though, right, Bobby? You love yeah, Miserable I do want to go back on, but right, right. now... Without now, going into too much detail, can I just ask why she doesn't want you on the show? Because did somebody um, play know, something for her? It's because it has to do. I get because my mom found out that I can get really depressed. Your mom found out that you can get really depressed. Yeah. So somebody called your mom and said that they think you're really she depressed. Mm. She knew. Hmm. Can you, so, can you, hey, you know who, you know the people I'm talking about that are calling people in your life and making things difficult. Can you cut those people out of your life? Can you just stop talking to those people? Yeah, if they're all they're I bringing you I is could, headache. I, I could. You can. Are you sure you can? You can do anything you want. Take, take a, take a nudnik break. You know what a nudnik is? <laughs> yeah. 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 Instead of a miserable men break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay with the miserable men. We love you. We're looking out for you. Yeah. Yeah. But she calls it the Angry Men Show. Well, she ain't she ain't lying. But yeah. I mean, we're not angry at her. We love her. It maybe she maybe she should come on the show and see what the show is like. <laughs> no, I'm saying we would invite her on, and we would be on our best behavior, and we would show her that it's it's a great show, and she has nothing to worry about. Right now, she doesn't want to deal with anybody else. Another guest bumping us. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Can't book anybody. So, <laughs> I will see you guys on May 6th. Right. Does your mom... <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> what? Let Shuli catch his breath. <laughs> <laughs> Does your mom know not every guest has to drink their own cum on Miserable Men? Does she know that part? She doesn't know about the cum yet. Okay, well, let's not explain yeah. that one to her. Let's keep yeah. that one out. Okay. Yeah. I'm so mad. I'm stuck with Lenny now. <laughs> For six you weeks. Mean Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> what if you come as one of your characters? She said, Bobby can't no, go. No, no, no. We can't book it's Chef Bobby for the yeah. next six weeks. No, it's um, it's a full break. It's a full break. Okay. All right. Only only able sports to do the able for to do the trivia video to my dad. Is there any way you could tell her you're going to take a shit and just bring your phone in there and sneak us, <laughs> sneak us a quick? No. All right. So I will see you guys May 6th. Wow. Okay. A very special Shuli show. On the, I know there'll be a special Shuli show sometime around May 7th. This sucks. Usually spring breaks are supposed to be fun. This is a real bummer of a spring break. Yeah, Bobby. Yep. I want to see you go. Yeah. I know. It's... I would. I love doing the Chili Show, and all these podcasts. Then you should but do what right you now, love. She wants me to have a mental health break. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. What? What's? What's? Let me ask you this: Six weeks, you said, right? May six is May six. Is, okay. What's your weight right now? Three hundred and eighty-eight pounds. Can you be down to two twenty by May six? I wish I could. All right. We try. 320? I could try my best. 
You be you, kid. We love you. We're here for you. Your spot is secured on this show and any other show I do for the rest of my life. You understand? All right. So I'll see you guys on. We'll do a show on May seventh. We'll do. We'll do a show on May seventh. Yeah. All right. So I'm the only show that the guests tell me when they're coming on. May 7th yeah. is Saturday, by the way. Frankie, I'm on your show Tuesday. This guy, May 7th. See you then. Signs off. Right. You're a pimp. You Love you, later. pal. Give my best to your mom. All right. All right. Oh, man. Makes me Thanks sad. a lot, person. <laughs> See? Had to get involved. God. I've had it up to here with you. <laughs> What am I going to do with you, knucklehead? That's tier three. I'll go into who this person is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, guys, right. let's take a quick second and thank one of our favorite sponsors here at The Shuli Show, Fume. Here's the reality. When Fume signed up, I tried it out. I said, uh, all right, I'd love to quit smoking. They say this is supposed to help you. It did. I got off cigarettes. I quit. And I've tried it all. Chantix. Uh, made me nauseous then I had to get another prescription for a nausea pill then I tried the patches you're, you're itching your arm like a, like a dope fiend all day and I ended up just going back now with Fume it got me off until I got lazy and stopped using it then I went back so I'm very happy that they are back because I am back on non-smoking that's right going on day 4 now feeling great thanks to Fume here's how it works it helps you quit naturally. You see, Fume makes the gap to nicotine-free easier with a natural inhaler that curbs your cravings and supports recovery. There's no smoke, no batteries, no vape, no harmful chemicals, just flavorful, plant-packed cores. And you put it inside the Fume thing, and it works. Trust me. It's enjoyable. It's comfortable. You know, quitting sucks for the most part. This is the only way I've done it that hasn't sucked. They have different kind of flavors that work differently for you. Uh, they have a, a white cranberry. Uh, that's uh, to help you with withdrawal, right? They got uh, lemonberry bliss. That's for allergy relief. It's not just for quitting smoking. They got reassur- uh, reassurance. That helps uh, anti-inflammatory stuff. Mood boosting. Try the bubbly lime. You need some energy. Try the shield or the top seller which is what I use, is the Conquer. This is for nicotine cravings. So check them out, man. Quit naturally today or work on your anxiety or your confidence or your energy. They can help you in every one of those fields. All you got to do is head to breathefume.com. That's breathefum.com slash shuli. And use the code shuli, S-H-U-L-I, to breathe in the benefits of 10% off. So enjoy my 10% off benefits, but most importantly, enjoy the benefits of the world's super plants and quit smoking or vaping today. It can be done and Fume will make it happen. So once again, that's breathefume.com slash Shuli for 10% off. Get started today. Let's get yes. back to the show. All right. Uh, where are we at questions wise? All right. Oh, Ooh, the great Bobby Ethier, ladies and gentlemen. If you see his mom, tell tell her that she raised a great boy and he's a good boy and uh, none of that other stuff. We love Bobby. Speaking of Bobby, here's one from Bobby. Um, I know you've done some gigs locally. How hard is it to do your style of stand-up in Alabama compared to other places? That's a great question. It is because it took some getting used to because when, I, you know, I came up here with all my Jew stuff <laughs> and uh, and right away realize that they, they don't know Jews up here. They don't. They're, they're, I'm just a white guy to them. You Which know, like fascinates me. Yeah. So fascinates you. Fascinates me. They like me. I, that's why I tell them all the time. I go, you guys don't even know why you're supposed to hate us. It's so sweet. <laughs> it's so it's so sweet that you guys don't hate us yet. And I'm, my, my plan is to teach the people of Huntsville why they should hate Jews. And uh, that's my goal. I no, it took some getting used to and. And but the the coolest thing about being out here now is the uh, material that I'm getting from being out here, and it's not about goofing on on the people or the state. It's quite the opposite. It's more about how I how I don't fit in with all these, believe it or not, right. normal suburban people. 
you know i'm 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 the fucking i'm the, the garbage alcohol. in the neighborhood yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it took a little get used to, but I love that, you know, well, I think it was my first set at, at stand up live was a pretty, pretty good. Thanks for coming out. It was a hot one. And I was like, all right, fire's lit. Let's start writing. This shit ain't working here. Let's go. So do you have to like, do you have to go slower? Like, I feel like if you're in New York city or LA or something like that, you have to be kind of, I don't want to say fast, but you gotta be like, you know what I mean? It, be it depends. It depends. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to have as as much of a, you know, comedy uh, core fan base, right, at clubs out here that you would in the city. You know, there's there's That's true. comedy nerds that will go to clubs just, you know, they check the lineups every day, and it's all showcase shows, and and these are usually, you know, clubs here. Usually, a headliner comes to town, does a weekend, you know, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday through Sunday, and then. And then they go home. So it's not a lot of uh, local, you know, the locals are sprinkled in usually opening for those guys and featuring for, for headliners coming to town. So this is like a three person showcase show that I'm closing out uh, Friday and Saturday. And listen, the, the bad shows are where you learn more. So I don't want them, but if it happens, fuck it, something will come out of it, you know? I do say you might be a redneck a lot more on stage, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> yeah. You're doing. I throw that out there. Um, on your on your last trip to New York, were you on a lot of podcasts and were they all planned appearances or did you end up doing more than originally planned? Yeah, I ended up doing a lot more. I, yeah, I was I was just gonna do um I was just booked to do Kumia and Legion of Skanks. And then I ended up filling in for uh, the great Aaron Berg on In Hot Water with uh, Gino Bisconti. I did that for two days. I did Legion of Skanks. I did Kumia. I could have done more, uh, but, you know, I just, I, it was just so much going on and, and I was everywhere. And But May, I'm coming back. I have in May, I'm doing Atlantic City, Connecticut, and I'm doing a headline and set in the city at New York Comedy Club. So May, I'll, what I'm what I'm trying to do is like once every other month, spend like a week in New York doing all these pods, jumping on my friends shows. Kind of. You got to look at it like like you're like I'm a grandparent. I don't, I, New York isn't my baby anymore. I'm just going to come and play with it for a little while and I'm going to go the fuck home. And right. it's the best part about being a grandparent. The kid isn't yeah. yours. You can leave the fucking kid. You wake yeah. up with him at three in the morning when he should play with shit. I'm going home. So that's my plan with New York. Just once a month, be a grandpa, show up, play with my kids, my friends, and go home. Beautiful. That's it. Uh, can you reach out to Crazy Alice and get her story since she will not go back on Stern? She, she was mad. Stern. She was mad. Remember, Iso? She was mad at me that I left the show. Oh, Remember, we right. had a drop of her, or we may even have that voicemail. I don't know if I sent it to you, uh, but we had, we had, I may have it here. Hold on. But she was not happy that I left the show, and she left me a uh, a very angry, can you believe it? <laughs> no. angry voicemail. Of all people. I expect it from Iso, but you? Uh, uh, I don't let me see it. here. Let me see here, folks. Damn, boy, she won't go back those. on Stern, huh? She's done with Stern? Is that what I'm getting? Oh, I got it. There we go. Okay, hold on. Let me open my desktop here. Here we go. This is Alice. I'm really kind of upset with you. You leaving the Howard Stern show, the one that made you wealthy, and you bite this thing about going to Alabama where I was born? Sure, that's not right. I didn't know she was from Alabama. Now we really got to call her. <laughs> yes. And then I found out that Mark, the Bigfoot, had burned down his, his apartment. I didn't know anything about that, but I had some kind of vision about of my mark for a good while. 
Yeah, she told me years ago uh, she envisioned a great fire. Uh, actually, no, she she it was great white. The band's going to start a fire. That was the vision she had years ago. Turns out she was right. Nobody. <laughs> now I know why he's in trouble. I want him out of there. I want him out of the cage. I don't want him living there no more. He didn't know any better. So find a way to get him out of that cage. So now that I've quit the show, moved to Alabama, now she wants me to add to my list to get Bigfoot out of the cage. Yeah. If there was that ever a place you want to put a Bigfoot, it's in a cage, <laughs> Alice. <Right. laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Heather's dead. <laughs> Because my sister, she did something bad about 20 some years ago. She banned a kid on the street. But I went to the judge and I got her free. So try to do the same thing with Mark the Bigfoot. He's a nice guy. People fuck him around. You left New York to go to Alabama. And Howard made you wealthy. You little shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll give her a call. Sure. Well, that sounds like a plan. Well, let's so see nice. what she's up to. She's a good egg, that Alice, man. She let me into her home. She, She's good. She's good people. I love Alice. What else we got, Ace? How would you rate your first year on the podcast? Did it go better than you expected? I mean, the fact that we're still doing it is usually... Is, all you know the proof that i need that we're doing something good we have sponsors we've been sponsored since the start really like yeah. after episode one we i think by episode two or three we had blue chew yes and blue chew's been with us from day one from day one keeps resigning yep and now we got rustic cuts that that we're working on so much shit in the future that these guys they came specifically to me and were like, we want to work with you guys. We love the show. We love ESO. We want to be your Steven Singer, which uh, is awesome. I love those guys. So, yeah, man, the fact that, that you know, and, and it's something like this, we're only getting better with it, I feel like. So, yes, you know, you go back. That's the cool thing of, like, going back and listening to the archives is hearing the you know, transformation of this show, good or bad. Maybe some people didn't like the way it was. Maybe they liked it better the way it was in the beginning. Uh, you know, I just knew I wasn't going to sit here and talk about Stern all the time yeah. and, and, you know, negatively or positively. I just want, I just wanted to move forward. So I'm happy that uh, we have a fan base that we're every show I do, people are telling me they listen and they love the show. So, you know, that's awesome, man. I, I, I would rate this. I would rate this a nine out of ten. I would say solid. Oh, solid so he's nine. using stern references now. Okay, doesn't want to talk about the show, but he's gonna throw a nine out there. Okay, all right. I see how you are, dude. Uh... <laughs> uh... All right. Um, here's a good one. Uh, have you ever gotten your parents high? No, uh, no, my dad, I don't know. My dad's going to be staying with us. Uh, my dad is coming to live here with us for a while. Um, so I'm definitely going to try. That's number one. Number two, my mom. Uh, so when, when they lived in Vegas, I lived with them in Vegas. So I had my room upstairs and every year, we would come out in the summertime. Sometimes my brothers who were on the West Coast would come before I got there. And when they do, my old, my middle brother, the D, he would, he would leave weed behind for me to smoke <laughs> when I got there. And so I get there this one summer and I, and I can't find it. And so I text my brother. I'm like, where's the weed? And he texts me back, mom has it. And I'm like, what? I'm like that's and then i go what are you talking about and he says it's in her room ask her for it and i'm like oh. 
So I I don't know what's going on. I stand at the top of the stairs. I don't even want to come down and and be eye to eye with her. So I stand at the top of the stairs and I just go, "Uh, mom, did it did it do?" And my mom right away, huh? Huh? <laughs> right away, can't hear it. What? <laughs> I said, "Mom, did did a D leave something here for me?" And she goes, "What do you mean, drugs?" <laughs> You looking for drugs? And I and I just walk down the stairs, and she hands me this, uh, you know, container that a, that a D left behind, and gives it to me. And then she goes, <laughs> and this is when I knew she was she was on some shit. She goes, "Did you see Sanjay Gupta on CNN talking about marijuana?" And I'm like, "Oh, what got into you?" Your brother made me an oil. And then that's when I noticed she looked like a glazed, you know, chicken over there just shining with all this weed oil all over. She was feeling great. It's just absorbing over time. It's oh just getting stronger God, and like stronger. Kramer turkey in Seinfeld. She was just this beautiful glow to her. Did you see Sanjay Gupta? And her eyes are just doing loops like uh, motorcycles in a globe. So yeah, no, while I had while I hadn't personally got her high, I was around her when she was high, and and it was beautiful. I loved it. Oh, I love that. Uh, two more. Have you ever uh, have you ever had to do a show with a uh, a sign language interpreter? Yeah, with uh, <laughs> really? Howie Man- with Howie Mandel when I opened for Howie Mandel in Caesars, Ontario. Uh, 8,000 people and they have a, a interpreter on the, on the thing. And uh, from time to time, I close with the airplane story of uh, the couple and I's encounter with each other on the airplane where they say something about me in Hebrew, not knowing that I speak it. And I reply to them in Hebrew to go fuck their mother in their ass <laughs> And um, what's crazy about it is when, for me anyways, playing that size room, that many people with Howie was my first weekend working with him. For me anyways, I got tunnel vision. I'm like, yeah, I bet. here's the amount of time I'm supposed to do. I'm hitting that mark and I'm off the stage. And so I don't even like notice that there's somebody doing sign language. Really? I notice it, but I don't, I don't, draw any attention to it. I don't divert from the set. And then when I finish and I walk off stage, Howie comes on. And for the first 10 minutes, he's having the sign language interpreters battle each other on who can say, go fuck your mother and her ass better and faster from my joke. And I mean, and I'm just standing back there going, this is what a pro does. This Uh, is what a pro does. He takes stuff. He had no idea that was my bit. He had no idea I closed with that. He never heard that story. Never heard that joke. Nothing. He just came up there and he, and he says, "Hey, how you guys doing?" And then he looks. And he goes, "Wow, <laughs> you really fucked your mother in the ass really well." I watched you. And then and then there was another interpreter, and he's like, "Well, can you fuck your mother in the ass? Let me see that." And and it was just brilliant. It was brilliant. So yeah, I and and I'm also back there going, "Fuck! I should have thought of that." God damn uh, yeah, it! Right, right. Fucking hat. Just fucking sitting there flagging down a plane, and I don't come up with one joke for it. So, anyway, uh, I love that. All right, last one. Oh no, that was the last one. I'm sorry. We are good. No, the All last right. one was just a comment. Yeah, that was a bunch, man. Well. Thank you, everybody, for your questions. One other note. Ask Suzanne. Now, listen. Last thing I need in my life is another show right now. (laughs) (laughs) Really? But I know you guys like it, but you got to help me out. You got to start posting questions. Uh, Last time I put up a post for we only had like two or three. If you're not on Patreon, that's where the posts go. If you love Suzanne, you're listening to this, uh, and you want to write in questions for her to answer. Now, listen. You can't write it, you know, I bet you could. You can't, you gotta, you know, because I'm asking that. You can't write that one in. But you got to be respectful. <laughs> Almost got him. You got to be respectful. But feel free to make up a name and, and where you live. That's fine. Um, you know, 
we've had you know what uh, uh bend her asshole sideways <laughs> yeah. from maryland yeah. cuntsville yeah, alabama is another one cuntsville is very popular cuntsville alabama <laughs> uh squirt city they call it but anywho so if you want ask suzanne we'll put up a post in the patreon for questions this week i'll record one with her i know she you know we've talked here and there she's dying to record more and i don't have the heart to tell her that you people stop caring but i will if that's what you want me to do if you want me to crush this woman's yeah. soul um yeah. we're putting up a poll in the chat right now do you want us to crush this woman's soul <laughs> Uh, we'll check in 24 hours and we'll make our decision <laughs> i'm gonna talk to her either way you know but if you want to do this let's do it that's all i'm saying and uh yeah. come check out the show shalomshuli.com twitch shalomshuli tv uh check out the miserable men show on patreon yes uh, and uh check out thanks for coming out with myself and james Mattern, a uh, podcast about bombing and uh, lots more to come, man. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Listening, rate, review, subscribe. Yes. Leave a review. I don't care. Give us five stars and then, you know, call me a cunt. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> review and rate it because that's how we show up in the charts. And, uh, you know, and that's why Stutter and John doesn't. All right. Bye, guys. See you later. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>